welcome to this edition of the Leadership Edge. I am your host, Dr. P. Ronald Wilder. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Edge tonight, watching us on BGT, BGTV Studios, Facebook, or YouTube channel. Right off the bat, go ahead and hit the share button, hit the like button, hit the follow button. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Subscribe to BGTV Studios. Go ahead and do that for us, and amen, that'll help us out. Thank you so very much. I am honored that you've tuned in tonight. It's my desire, again, and purpose that the Leadership Edge podcast would give you that leadership edge you desire. It is designed to talk to leaders, and trust me, everybody is a leader in some right, whether you are a pastor or a leader in the church, whether you're in a business environment, you're a politician. Listen, if you're a parent, you're a leader because you're leading a family, okay? So leadership covers a broad spectrum, I'm, you know, so don't just think because you don't have an official leadership position that you can get nothing out of no, if you If you're a parent, you're a single parent, or if you're a married parent, either way, you lead. You got children, you lead the family. You're a leader, okay? So we're talking to you, and we want to give you that edge that helps you be and become a better leader. That's why it's called the Leadership Edge. Again, thank you for watching us on this particular station, BGTV Studios. We thank God for it, for giving us the platform, myself and others, uh, to, to share our passion and our gifting and the thing that God has given us that will help the body of Christ and ultimately the kingdom of God and even the world for that, for that, for that, for that purpose. So here, here's what I want you to do. Number one, BGT Studios has a great lineup um, of a podcast that's running and rolling uh, all throughout the week. And so I uh, want you to support them. Uh, there's a Sunday night, 7 p.m. Uh, podcast. There's Monday night. There's Love Fashionly with uh, Abby Smith. Uh, Tuesday night, which you're watching, that's me, yours truly, uh, P. Ronald with the Leadership Edge. Uh, Thursday night, the Spirit-Led Life with uh, Pastor Bo Johnson, my good friend and brother. And then Thursday night, Birmingham Avenue with Leslie Drake and Brad Gradenden. So, and there are others that are in process that will be popping on and showing uh, in the coming months. I think some are actually be coming in on March. And so go ahead and get prepared and, 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 and prepare to follow those as they come, amen, online also. BGTV Studios is a, a ministry that was birthed out of the heart of uh, Brad uh, Graydon. And God has blessed him as a first-class studio. I wish you could see where I'm sitting. You can actually the microphones. You know, this is not a rinky-dink operation. It is first-class, top-notch equipment. You hear me good. You see me good. And so this stuff is not free. I want to I want to uh, encourage you to support BGTV Studios with your financial support. Now we, the host of these shows, don't get any of this. There's no percentage. There's no cut. We don't get anything. A hundred percent of what you give goes to BGTV Studios. Please do that. It's on the screen. The ways you can give. You can give at BGTVStudios.Church. Center.com forward slash giving, or you can text your amount to 834321. Please make a commitment to support it on a monthly basis. We do that. Uh, Brad has the heart of God and he allows us. He doesn't, it's not like radio where you go in and pay a, a, a rate. He doesn't charge us. And so thank God. And so there's still things have to be done 
there's a business side of everything. And so there's a business side to BGT Studios. And so you're being blessed by these um, podcasts. So back into it. I'll appreciate that. Thank you very much. And keep on staying tuned. Tell your friends about BGTV Studios. All right. Well, as I often say, when I get let's talk leadership. Let's teach leadership. I love talking about leadership. It is it is my element. It is probably where I'm at my best at. Uh, if you heard a podcast, I think our pilot podcast that was on February 6th. Uh, if you haven't, you can. I believe you can go back in the archives of BGT Studios, either on Facebook or YouTube, and find it. I talk about how I got on this leadership track and how I was determined to be an expert in the subject. And so won't recapitulate all that today, but just that's how I got here. So I love to talk about it. I love helping leaders. And so today we're going to talk about leadership traits and how to develop them. What are leadership traits and how do we develop them? You know, in our last podcast last week, we began to talk about our leaders born and made, and we began to talk about some of the various theories of leadership. And one of the theories we talked about was the trait theory, the fact that uh, there are some traits that leaders just automatically have. And so I believe that that is true. And so I want to talk today about them. I want to take that a little further and talk about what are some of these leadership traits, how you develop them. You know, most experts agree that uh, exceptional leaders take time to develop their craft. You don't, you don't trip into good leadership. You're not walking down the leadership road or the leadership pathway or the leadership boulevard and you trip. And when you get up, you're a great leader. Leadership greatness is intentional. I'm going to say that again. Somebody need to type that in the chat room as you communicate with us. Leadership greatness is intentional. You have to be intentional about becoming great. You don't slip into greatness. You don't accidentally fall into greatness. Leadership greatness is not accidental, okay? It is not just thrust on you. You have to grow into it. You have to develop into it. And so the great ones and the exceptional leaders have all worked hard at developing their craft and developing their traits to be good leaders. And so... We want to talk about how you do that today. How can I increase my leadership? How can I be better? How can I be a better leader? How, what are the traits I need? Well, let's talk about it. The first trait of great leaders and the first leadership trait you need to develop as a leader is, number one, is accepting responsibility. Okay? There's nothing worse than leaders who... Who, who delegate or pass responsibility. If you the leader, you know, years ago, uh, the president of the United States, I think his name was President Truman, he had, a, he, had a, he, had a, he had a sign on his desk that said, the book stops here. You hear me? The book stops here. What was President Truman saying? He was saying, I am ultimately responsible for anything that happens in my administration. If it's the Secretary of State that does it, if it's the Secretary of Defense that does it, whoever just does it, at the end of the day, I'm responsible. Why am I responsible? Because I don't want to put them in place. I am the, I am the leader of this, of this man. I'm the leader of the administration. So I'm not passing on responsibility. I'm going to accept that. Whatever takes place, I'm responsible. Leaders take responsibility. They never pass the book. Listen to what... Jocko Winkett said, 
in his teaching extreme ownership. He said true leaders take full ownership of everything their team does, including accepting blame when things fall apart. See, true leaders accept responsibility. Even if they ain't the one that, even if they're not the one that caused the thing to fall apart, but because it's under their watch, it's under their jurisdiction, they take responsibility. One of the things I do as a hobby here in the state of Alabama is I call girls high school fast pitch softball. I love to do it. Matter of fact, I'm the president of the uh, association here in Birmingham. I have about 70 umpires up under my jurisdiction that I'm responsible for. We call high-level games, and I love it. And matter of fact, we're in just getting started heading into this season. But a few years ago, we were at a game, in a high-impact game, that, that would determine the championship of the state. I'm on the plate, so if you're the plate umpire, you're the crew chief, you head of the, you head of the crew. It's a three-man crew. At a critical moment, one of the, one of the umpires made a mistake. He, he missed an assignment. And as a result, it, it, it swung the game toward one team over the other. And the team that, is, that, 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 that he made the mistake that hurt the team the most, they lost. After the season was over, the coach called me and asked me to come to his office. And he showed me a video of what went wrong. I, he showed me the video. And, I, and on the video, I could see very clearly what went wrong and where the guy made the mistake at. Now, I could have sit right there in that coach's office and say, hey, see, it wasn't me. I didn't make the mistake. He, he messed up. He was out of place. I looked at that coach and said, coach, we failed you. We made a mistake. There's no way the th with the three of us on the field, one of us shouldn't have seen that. We failed you. Although it wasn't we failed us, it was one guy that failed us. But as the crew chief and the president of the association, I'm talking to him. I had to take responsibility. We failed you. I failed you. Leaders take responsibility. The worst leaders are the one who pass buck to those under them. Well, it wasn't me. It was this person under me. If you are in charge, the buck stops with you. If you don't develop the trait of accepting responsibility, then leadership greatness will never be your companion. Okay? When, when people see you take responsibility and you cover for them and you exhibit that kind of behavior, it's amazing what they'll do for you. And you know what will happen? They'll want to mimic that behavior. Why? Because listen to this here. Leadership is contagious. If you're leading good, people will see and they'll start leading good. Now, how do you accept responsibility? What do you do? Well, there are several ways. Number one, do more than what's required, okay? Some people, they only do what's required. They only do what the job description say. Only do what the uh, leaders do more than what's required. How to accept responsibility? Show up on time. Whatever time you're supposed to be there, be there. If the meeting starts at 8 and you show up at 8, guess what? You're late. If the meeting starts at 8, you should be there at 8, 7.45 ahead of time. If you show up at the meeting time, you are late. Show up on time. This is all about accepting responsibility. Admit mistakes. None of us are perfect. 
You don't have to try to cover. If you make a mistake, admit I made a mistake. You know, there, there have been times, again, back to umpire, there have been times when I botched a call, I missed the call, I blew it. And then coach comes say something, and I say, Coach, you know what? I missed that call. You're right, I missed that one. But I can promise you one thing, I won't miss the next one. Guess what? He respects that because I admitted my mistake. I missed that call, Coach, but I won't miss the next one. Apologize when necessary. Sometimes it's necessary for you to apologize. Don't shift blame to others. Don't ever shift the blame. You take the responsibility. And as a leader, offer solutions to problems. Never just be one that complain or identify problems. Here's, here's a code I live by. Here's a code I teach the leaders in my church. I'm a pastor of Covenant Church International right here in Clay, Alabama, right outside of Birmingham. And I teach the leaders in my church, don't ever bring me a problem in the church without bringing me a potential solution. I don't allow them to bring me. If you're going to bring me a problem, you better bring me a solution. If you don't have a solution, don't come to me with a problem. That's what leaders do, okay? So, so pastors and leaders, stop letting people just come to you complaining. Because what happens is, if, you, if, the, if all they do bring you problems and complaints, now they become a critic. And, they're not, they, and they're, not, they're not taking ownership as a team. Okay, pastor, here's a problem. Here's what's going on, and this is a problem. But guess what? Here's a solution to that problem. Uh, it's not a solution, a potential solution, because he or she may not take your problem. I have served under several leaders and pastors and bishops and apostles, and I've been a part of organizations. And if I ever had to take the bishop or the apostle a problem, I would always take them a solution, a potential solution, because there have been times they would accept my solution, other times they didn't accept it. I'm not offended either way. My job is not for them to accept my solution. My job is at least to take them one. So accept responsibility offers problems, offers solutions, and not just problems. Another leadership trait you must develop in addition to accepting responsibility is constant learning, or I like to call it lifelong learning. There is no such thing as I have reached the apex of leadership. It's not. You don't ever get to the place where you've arrived. I've learned all I can learn. There's nothing else to learn. I have arrived. There's no such place. There's no such destination. The best leaders, the great leaders, have an unyielding desire and appetite to keep on learning. And they're learning till the day they die. As long as they're in their right mind and are capable of it, they're trying to learn. There is no place you get where you get to a point to where you say there's nothing else to learn. The great ones are constantly learning. I call it, and I get this from my, I get this from my uh, grad school teacher, Dr. Uh, uh, J. Robert Clinton. He said, be a lifelong learner. Learn for the rest of your life. So that's what I consider myself is a lifelong learner. And so if you're going to be a leader, you got to keep learning. You know, again, going back to going back to the first podcast when I gave you my journey, and in that journey I talked about how I studied leadership every day for an hour. 
for over 26 years. Here am I in 2024, so I'm 30 years from that time. I'm still learning. I'm still reading. I'm still developing myself to be better. I don't know. I know a lot. I know a whole lot. I know, a, I know probably more than most people don't forget. I don't forget more than most people know. But guess what? I'm still learning. I'm still in, enhancing my knowledge of, of, the, of the subject of leadership. I'm still enhancing my knowledge of the Bible, of scriptures. I had a pastor one time tell me, he said, he says, nothing else to preach. I preach the whole Bible. I don't know what to do. There's no way you can preach the whole Bible. He was off right there. How are you going to preach the whole Bible? <laughs> that means you know everything God knows at that point. You know, last time I heard, he wasn't even preaching no more because he lost his mind probably. Because how are you going to preach the whole Bible? He lost, because he, he, he thought he got to the place he didn't need to learn no more. Never get to that place. Let your journey of learning be one like you're on, a, you're on an ocean in a, in a ship, on a boat, sailing with no destination, no land ever to come. And that's how it is. We never get to a point where you say, hey, I've arrived at the leadership apex. There is nothing else. There's no such place for us, for the great ones. Now, how do I learn? Well, how do you learn? Several ways. Number one, you got to read. I've seen leaders that say, I don't like to read. I've seen people that are pastors say, I don't like to read. Yeah, then you probably need to go do something else. But how are you going to be a pastor? Got to lead people. Got to affect their lives. Got to grow them spiritually. And you don't like to read. All readers are, are leaders and all leaders are readers. Okay. Okay. All leaders are readers. Leaders read. So you got to read books, magazines, web articles on a variety of subjects. That's, that's how you learn, how you learn. So if you don't like to read, you need to get before the Lord and ask him to help you deeply there because you're not going to grow if you're not reading. You're just not going to grow. It's, it's just not going to happen. You're going to stymie in your development. You're going to plateau, and then you're going to decline. This is what happens. Your leadership going to begin to decline because you know why? Because you have people up under you who are reading and they're going to surpass you. And now you got a problem when the people under you are, are, have surpassed you and know more than you. So you got to read. You got to set aside time daily to read. Set aside time. Time, time ain't going to, well, I, you got to make time. Again, this is intentional. Get Develop these traces intentional. They, they ain't going to happen. You, yeah, you're going to face opposition. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work. You gotta work it out. You gotta find the time to read. You gotta make the time. Cut something else loose. Set aside time each day. Ask questions from the great ones. I always question. I, when I'm around leaders who are smarter and sharper, more developed than I am, I'm always asking questions because I want to learn what the great ones do. Another leader, another, another trait you must develop as a leader is adapting to changes. You gotta adapt to changes. Change is inevitable, and yet we fight change so much. The only thing that has caused the world to advance as it is is change. And you 
benefit from these changes. Every one of you who watching me got one of these. It's called a cell phone. You either got an iPhone, which I possess a pal. You might have an Android. You may have one of them other off brands. But you got one of these. Basically, the whole world got them. Do you know that 30 years ago, probably less than 1% of the population had these? Nobody had them. They didn't exist for the most part. And if they existed, they was big in this computer, them big old cases you had to carry them in. But change came, and now this is how we function. This is how we live. If you went home, left home without this, you feel like you feel empty. You feel, you'll turn around. I've been on the interstate and turned my car around. And I wasn't going to the store without my phone. I can't. It, that's change. And we adapted to it. We adapted to it. You watching me on a computer. You watching me on, you have television in your house. Smart TVs. That's change. The only way to progress is change. And we've adapted to them. Why is it so hard for us to adapt when it comes to our leadership and things in society that affect us individually as leaders? Change always happens. There are two elements of life. There's time and change. Time is always going, and time brings about change. Nothing stays the same. Time will always bring change. No matter what the industry you're in, whether you're in business, politics, sports, religion, church, education, whatever you're in, changes happen. Effective leaders adapt to the change. They adapt. They see change coming. Sometimes they get ahead of it, and they adapt. They see it coming, and they prepare themselves for it. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't, see, they don't see change as the enemy. They don't take a pessimistic view of the change that's coming. Most of us watch, watch services now. Check this out. Most of us watch services now. We watch services on our phones, on our iPads. It's called live streaming. I remember, I, can, I remember the day. It was probably somewhere around 2008. I was in a conference, and I went to one of the workshops. And in the workshop, the guy who was presenting the workshop, he said, hey, pull out your phone. He pulled it out. This is 2008. This is 15 years ago. He said, remember this cell phone because there'll be a day soon that your people will go to church on this phone. They'll be watching you on this phone for church. They won't be sitting in the building. Now, I, I couldn't see that, and I couldn't adapt. I, I didn't reject it, but I just said, I can't see it. I had a partner of mine with me. He, went, he just totally rejected it. He said, this guy's crazy. He got his mind. We done paid our money for this. If anybody be watching no church on no, ain't on, on no TV, no, I'm on no cell phone, guess what? We're there. <laughs> Been there for a few years. COVID took us there, okay? We just got here. COVID took us there three years ago, and we ain't left since. There are people in your church, my church, that since COVID brought this live streaming, they have not stepped foot back in the church, and some will never step foot back in the church. I'm not here to debate that issue, knock what it should and shouldn't. I'm just saying it is what it is. But that's a change. We have to see it coming. You know, some guys fight it. I won't focus. Hey, I recognize I have an audience watch me every Sunday. It potentially, I have more people 
that's not in the room on Sunday than was in the room. I'm not, I'm not fussing at them. Y'all need to go. If, they, if that's where they are, then that's where they are. We can't not, I mean, that's the world we live in. That's the change. Some change you can't fight. You just have to embrace. So the great ones adapt to change. So now what we have to do is develop ways to minister to who? That live stream audience, that e-church. How do we adapt to these changes? How do we as a leader adapt? Number one, we stay calm as the changes happen around us. You got to stay calm. You can't overreact. You can't lose it. You got to take time to learn why this change is taking place. What's going on? Then you got to face those changes with courage and determination. You know, the change is here. Let's face it. And let's determine to embrace the change and cater strategy to best maneuver this change, benefit and profit from the change, and minister to the people we need to minister in this change. That's what leaders do. And then lastly, you got to stay focused on your goals. Change happens, but our goals don't change. How we go about them may change, but the goals don't change. So, give you three traits. I'm closing. That leaders have to develop. How do you develop them? When you accept responsibility, we talked about how to, how, to, how to accept responsibility. We talked about being a lifelong learner. You got to keep on learning. You got to stay hungry for knowledge. You got to stay ahead of the curve. You can't let knowledge leave you in the dust. Stay with it. And then lastly, you got to adapt to change. Change is not your enemy. Change is your friend. Matter of fact, the clinical definition, the, listen to me carefully, and I'm closing with this statement. The clinical definition of anything that's not changing is death. Anything that's not changing is dead because anything alive is in a constant stage of change. So learn to adapt to the change. Will, God bless you. I'm, that's it for the night as far as that. Listen, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget. Stop by my website, www.pronaldwilder.com, my name.com. That is on the screen right there for you. You can find my products on the, on the shopping page. You'll see all the products we have. If, if I've blessed you and you want to sow into my ministry or what I'm doing, it's right there on that website. You can get our products and all of that. Now, also we want you to give and sow into BGTV Studios. Just popped on the screen ways you can give. Uh, bgtvstudios.churchcenter.com forward slash giving. And then text any amount to 84321. Please support it. You that follow me, that blessed by this, great programming. Hey, hit them up on email. Let them know, comment if, if, if the leadership edge. And I split on the if, if, if the leadership edge is blessing you and increasing you and you're learning from it. Let, let BGTV Studios know, and they'll understand their investment in, in this, amen, podcast, amen, was a good investment, was a great decision. Listen, join us next week. Can't wait till that time. Teach leadership. This is P. Ronald Wilder reminding you that leadership matters and leaders lead. I'll see you next week.